done it. Love it. Love it. We're in perfect sync now. And uh, shall we start talking about things that matter to us? Yeah, what are the things that matter to us? Um, mostly hookers and cocaine. Oh, yeah. Well, you knew that already. That's not but, but that is maybe not family friendly. Um, I don't know. Oh, what, yeah. This um, is a family friendly podcast. I forgot. <laughs> of course. That. Yes. Of all the, the asshole bleeding stories and, and <laughs> other things that have come up. <laughs> That's right. This is a family That is one of the funnier affair. stories. That is one of the You know that actually happened to me again since then? This was a few months no. ago. It happened again. I had another pimple grow near my bum crack. Uh, for, for anyone who is unfamiliar with the story, basically the first one we talked about on the podcast, it was like, yeah, it was a zit literally in my bum. Not in my bum, but like on the crack. And uh, I was cleaning myself. And you know when you clean yourself, you want to get pretty vigorous around that area because it's a, it's a danger zone. So I pulled it off and it started bleeding like it does if you do it on your face. If you pull one off on your face or wherever else, it starts bleeding. Uh, and I look down and like I pull my hand away and I'm like, why is there blood on my hand? That was just on my ass. That is not good. And yeah, and then I realized, oh, I had a zit on my butt. And then it happened again I a few months ago. I see a doctor. <laughs> and people are going to say like, Tim, obviously you're not cleaning yourself well enough because that's why zits form. Well, not always. I've looked it up. Yeah. Not always. There's other factors. <laughs> and I can't name them for you right now because I'm not a medical professional and I don't remember what they are. Oh, so. But yes, I had another situation where my butthole bled. Uh, it was like for half, it was like two seconds, like one wipe. Wow. One what wipe. a rough entry. <laughs> no, what a way to start. <laughs> what a way to start. It was, it's just getting people ready. Yeah, you just, um, if you hadn't dialed your speakers up to 11, just yet. Yeah, yeah if it's you're, about time to. Listen to this at work. Full full volume, your boss comes over. It's inappropriate. We're like, it's a free country, bro. <laughs> free country. Free <laughs> speech, bro. We yeah, had a convoy speech. specifically for it. Yeah, let me drive my fucking truck to Ottawa. It's funny that they had this uh, this protest in, in Ottawa, and then a week later, uh, a country is literally invaded, showing how privileged we are here in, in this country. In this Can- Canadian country. You're in a different country, but... Yeah, I'm, I thought it was it's wild. true though that that um, that trucker convoy in Canada sparked a lot of like copycat protests around the world. Yeah, like there was France one had one. Yeah. Um, well, the U.S. Well, they just love protesting. French yeah, that's just fair. Love protesting. That's all they. That's that's all they love to do. Top five things: they're like wine, cheese, protest, guillotine. Yeah, it was weird too because like I, I was telling you before we started recording that or maybe it'll end up in there i don't know how long you've been recording but uh i went to trevor noah's show on saturday he came to town it was his first show in canada since the pandemic or outside the u.s i think he said so the first show outside the u.s since all the COVID stuff started so it was really fun it was really good the openers were great and then he was great and everyone had a good time but it was at rogers arena so it's like 15 almost twenty thousand people it was huge that's crazy massive crowd and it was sold out too but like obviously when you're going in there they still have the uh, the vaccine mandate and the mask mandate here for indoors. In some provinces, they've removed the mask mandate, so you don't have to, like Alberta and Saskatchewan, don't have to wear one anymore. But here, like you had to get 15,000 people to wear their masks and stuff indoors and with the, the passport and so on. And I was like, yeah, this is like the vast majority of people are fine getting a vaccine and wearing a mask to go to a show. It wasn't that bad, wasn't that big of a deal. Like you're allowed to take your mask off to like drink your beer or whatever you want or up to like 15 minutes and then you right. got to put it back on 
And we had one guy in front of us who left it off almost the entire show, and the guy sat next to him was like, dude, put your mask on. Like, fucking, I thought they were going to start oh, a fight. Oh, really? Because the one I dude like was that. like, fucking put your mask on. I was like, oh, dude, please don't do this. Not now. Dude. Like, I'm sitting right behind I you. I can't watch. get involved. <laughs> like, huh, I support I'm, your wait, mask. Wait, let me get my phone out. Let me get my phone. Just yeah, wait, let me record this. It. No, it was like, it was just like, Trevor Noah made a joke about mask wearing, non-mask wearing, and then the guy literally turns to the guy next to him and was like, so you're going to put it on or what? And I was like, oh, <laughs> God, no. Sarah saw it too. Sarah's sitting right next to me. She's like, I saw that guy do that thing. I was like, yes, me too. I was hoping it didn't escalate. Luckily, I saw that guy do that thing, and now we're all fucked. I know. I was like, now we're all of us in this section are now being drawn into this. <laughs> we're picking a side. No, it's a revolution. I was like, all right, and put his mask on. But like, woof. Woof. Oof. Oh, I love, I love those. Um, yeah, so once again, I think I men- I've mentioned this before, but once again, the UK has cured COVID. Woo! Oh, nice. Good on you. <laughs> um, there's no more restrictions. There's no more. Yeah, it's a free-for-all here. Um, you guys have been flip-flopping a lot, though. It's like Boris's hair. It's just it's flip, either flip, it's intense flip, 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 or flip. it's nothing. It's intense or it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so yeah, we cured COVID about a week ago. You don't have to wear a mask anywhere. You uh, don't have to take tests. They're ending the mass testing. That's one thing I'll give credit to the UK for is they were doing mass testing very well. It was free to get tests and whatnot. So props to whoever fitted that bill. It's probably my children. Um, nice. Pay exorbitant taxes. Who nice. the rich get away with fucking us in the bum sans lube? But um, that's another butt joke. That's two in the mm. span of ten minutes of us oh podcast. Not po- not even a joke. The first one was a story. I don't think yours is a joke. That's no, that's business. not a joke. Anal bleeding is not a joke. People get <laughs> checked by your physician. <laughs> yeah, go see a doctor. <laughs> yeah, if you're bleeding uh, from the anus, that's definitely not healthy. Um, who was it? Was it Robin Williams who did that? Um, this pill has side effects may may cause anal bleeding. We got to be careful too, because I've I've it's come to my attention that some of Sarah's family occasionally listens in to these podcasts. Oh, okay. Do we have to be careful? Or do they <laughs> no, to be careful? maybe they should be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has the mature thing, the icon on on the yeah, thing. It has when you the click on it. icon. You got to be did careful. Our due diligence. Yeah, that's true. Oh, we actually. did our due diligence. Yeah, we're not being. We're not being. No. She mentioned it Read to me. The terms like, oh, of really? So your your most beloveds in the world are listening to me talk to my brother about my anus. <laughs> well, whoops. It's funny the relationship we have with our parents. I know I know everyone's different, right? I feel like our parents have become the numb. most chill. Uh, I was gonna say numb to the the nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> numb to the nonsense. They've listened to eighty six of our episodes. Like, well, I guess we're not gonna get them to stop swearing now. Yeah, this is a problem. Well, it's not. It, uh, it's not like I'm doing this every day, all day, wherever I go. It's it's the it's the setting. It's the per- it's <laughs> you. You're the problem. Sure. Let's say that <laughs> I am the problem. You're the problem. Oh boy. Well, since the restrictions have been lifted, have you been able to do anything interesting, or just kind of same old life as usual? Not same old life as usual. So oh. I'm eating pizza, England. Please Sorry, finish. I mean pizza. Yeah, please go on. I, uh, <laughs> there's that chewing. I know you love that. I was like, oh, God, here. no. Uh, yeah, just going on life as usual. I'm actually, we're traveling to Paris tomorrow. Oh, yeah, last time we did the podcast. So speaking of coronavirus, let me, okay, let's do a little, how was my weekly? Retrospective. Oh, actually, my month's been great. Let's just go back. Let's just drop it in here, talking where I'm talking about how I'm going to go to Bath in Bristol the next day. 
Okay, great job on the editing, Tim. Um, uh, oh, do I actually have to do that? Oh, God. No, I'm joking. Please don't. That's going to take uh, so long. <laughs> um, so we went to Bath and Bristol, I think it was a couple of days after we recorded our last episode. And uh, I ended up getting the coronavirus, the Rona, afterwards. What tipped me off is I got a sore throat uh, when we came back uh, on the Monday after we came back from a long weekend. And I was like, oh, I have a sore throat. I was like, oh, it's probably, it's probably nothing. It's probably, mm. it's probably just I've been yelling a mm. little, you know? Uh, sore throat. Next morning, I took one of the uh, tests here and got the solid double line on the test. We've seen those on the on the lateral flow tests. And um, so I was like, oh, shit. So that was, um, got some coronavirus there. Worst symptom was a sore throat. I didn't have, um, apparently I was hotter than usual. I run really hot. Anyway, as a human, um, we have to have a fan on from like, April first until November first in our wow. bedroom because I'm a I'm a smoky bitch. You're a hot boy. <laughs> I'm a hot boy, and uh, so yes, yeah, so went did some did some coronavirus in, and then um, came back. I got my bike stolen. That oh was yeah, nice. yeah. I had my bike stolen. That was good story. I didn't do it on purpose. Not like eleven people say, "Oh, I had my bike stolen." It's like they made an effort to go out in the street. Like, does anybody want this? Yeah. Anybody want this bike? Yeah, people who leave I their want... car unlocked, they're like, I can't believe someone reached in and grabbed all my stuff. It's like, you left the door unlocked, you fucking idiot. Like, fucking idiot. That's, yeah, what exactly. the, that's what the locks are for. Uh, in in hindsight, I uh, probably could have locked it up better, but I, it was pretty secure. It was in our building, in the garage. Somebody, yeah, like a gate, uh, like separating. It was gated. From, yeah. Somebody let this this opportunist thief well not even opportunist they came to do business because they had a saw and actually cut through what i was locked to um because my lock was still attached to the bike because the lock wasn't there but there were pieces of metal oh. all around my bike so they uh yeah they weren't an opportunist they 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 made a mission to go steal some bikes um so it, there was definitely mine and another bike that was stolen i don't know how many others but um well a thief can probably yeah. only take two at a time like if they're alone yeah i say I think it was one person alone. They, had, they do have footage of the guy ringing the doorbell of a bunch of people and then somebody buzzed him into the building. Yeah. And um, so that was kind of a bummer. And then, yeah, I don't know how we did it back in March in, of 2020, but just staying inside for 10 days, not going outside was horrible. Well, it was novel horrible. At, the, at first. Like was, uh, yes. I remember when it first happened, I got laid off immediately. So I was like... Okay, whatever. See ya. So I basically just had like a, I expected it to be like the same as everybody else, three weeks off and back to work. So I was like, oh, a little mini vacation. Here we go. And everyone was treating it like vacation. You see people out there walking their dogs, people out there walking with their spouses, their kids, and everyone was smiling and like, oh, hey, oh, let me step off the sidewalk for you. Oh, and now no one does that shit anymore. It's no, back to normal no, where, no. you know, people are territorial about the sidewalk or pavement if you're in the UK. Uh, they don't step out of your way anymore. They just they're like fuck you. Come London's back. just a different beast, though. Yeah, People that's a big city. That's that's the difference. Like Vancouver is a big city, uh, kind of in their quotes, but like not on the same scale in any way. Um, but yeah, still people are like no longer banging pots at 7 o'clock like let's support out that some people are like fuck the healthcare workers fuck COVID <laughs> fuck everybody like people are just at that stage getting right in now. my truck and I'm going to Ottawa to say yeah. fuck, fuck you and fuck well it's even like the people who aren't even like the trucker protesting people they um I think people are just like they're just so fed up with it yeah and like I get that I am too but it's also like whatever like I can see you can see the the finish line in sight 
and like these truckers decide to go now and i was like you can like i can feel the end approaching they're lifting restrictions as we speak like and these people decided to do this protest now i'm like and then they're going to claim credit for it even though it was it was happening anyways but exactly i digress oh no they're yeah, yeah they'll claim credit they'll do the full propaganda oh, this is us we did it and everyone's like looking at the project plan being like this has been on the calendar for six months i know yeah well, that fucking those fuckers came here for two weeks and are taking all our credit. Yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, I heard it's interesting that like the people ask me here, what do you think? What do I think about the Canadian trucker convoy? I was like, first of all, everyone has the right to protest. I don't want to take that away from anybody. Yeah, but what they did originally they went on a little bit too long, Saturday, and they got them, yeah. let them get away with too much. I would not even let them get away with what they. When you think about any other protest that's happened. Um, the one that comes the closest is the Occupy Wall Street protests where they actually sat in for weeks on end. Yeah. But they didn't shut down critical infrastructure, which is yeah. like different, right? When you're protesting, you're protesting the government, people who you're trying to make a point to the people who govern the country or even in the Occupy movement, they were looking at like saying, hey, the 1% is screwing with us. So they were occupying Wall Street. That's where it started. It was Wall Street where all these bankers go and make their millions every day of the week screwing over the rest of us, dodging tax, all that mm. good stuff. But for the most part, they stayed civil, they stayed peaceful, they stayed in one area. They occupied an area. They didn't bring their kids. made it difficult. They didn't bring their kids. They made it difficult for people to do their jobs, but they didn't stop anything. They didn't block anything. Mm. The, where these, these folks absolutely crossed the line yeah. is going and blocking bridges and stopping imports and exports from one of our main trading partners, yeah. cutting off... Like people and factories had to had shut to down. stop working because yeah, they wild. didn't have supplies arriving. Yeah, yeah. So when you start doing that, you're not sending a message to the government. You're fucking off India, other individuals yeah. because you think your opinion is right. So whether it is or not, don't get me wrong. You cannot do that. That yeah. is not. We're not we're all democracy. in the agree, we're all in this together. Okay, we all agreed on the government we have to a to a degree. Don't get me wrong. I know not everybody voted for the current government we have but for argument's sake the majority said we're cool with this one mm. okay and so you have the power to actually vote and power of the ballot yeah right then you go and say to everybody else i don't give a shit what you think right i'm blocking this because it serves my purpose and yeah. i'm cutting your livelihood off that that's where it went too far and that's where yeah i can't get on board with um, what again? It was a good, interesting argument around whether the emergency act, Ella, the emergencies act, was necessary. I'll leave that up to the politicians to debate. Yeah, as far as I understand, us, they now have a, they have a, they have a um, review process now. And as far as I know, the current government, if they used it improperly, if this review process finds they found it improperly, they're going to get smacked on the hand pretty goddamn hard. So. Let's let the judicial process and whatever yeah. we figured out play itself out. But for final final opinion, final thoughts, Occupy Truckers, folks, you had the right to go out and protest. You had a weekend to go in and do your shit. Knock knock yourselves out. The minute you stopped, the minute you started fucking with the rest of the people in Canada, mm -hmm. not just the government, not just the, the people you voted in that you wanted to make a point to, then you crossed the line and you fucked us all off. So. Yeah. That's when the government has the ability to say, "Look, you can't can't be doing this." Agreed. That's uh, that's, uh, that's where I stand. That's where I stand in my opinion. Is. 
Yeah, and it was funny because they're doing this. They started in February of 2022. Oh my god, two years, 2022. <laughs> um, when we had a we had a, an election like five months ago. It's like okay, so these are the, this is the government everyone picked, man. Well, not everyone, but like it's how democracy works. Again. The majority, like the coalition, all this crap. Like so, you just yeah. I don't know. It was a bit weird, too, because they didn't shut them down with the same fire and fury as they did, for example, with uh, indigenous protests at pipelines up north. Like, they were kicking right. those people's doors in to get them out of there. Right. Um, do that. Like, yeah, that's that exactly. Do that's that. Exactly <laughs> like, the, kick the their doors in and drag them away, but they're white, so you can't do that, apparently. Um, yeah, I, the, I, uh, I can sympathize there for sure exactly where's the equal distribution yeah. of force and they're like well we're outnumbered blah 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 i'm like yeah but you've got riot gear and training these people are fucking schlubs they're just a bunch yep. of people who have to have rvs like i guess or something i don't know they're like the amount the amount of actually heavy like heavy truckers that were there like heavy duty trucks was not that mm -hmm. many like there's a, yeah. a, a few but like not that much and they were threatening yeah. tow companies, and they were threatening. They were bringing their kids, and it's like, it's like domestic terrorism almost, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, they're putting kids there so that the police don't and charge exactly. in and start arresting people or tear gassing people, because exactly. So that's almost domestic terrorism. But then indigenous people protest a pipeline, and they get handcuffed and shackled away because their instantly. skin's darker, Lucas. That's and the no, reason. do you know what it is? It is that Tim. I'll give it. It is a definitely a hint of that. But it's also a small minority who doesn't vote yeah well they, they do vote it's just care. the votes don't matter don't uh, not that they don't matter oh my gosh cut that out you Tim. almost said that no know, that was close. That that no, they, they don't make there. as much of a, an impact as like the, the exactly. far right wing white crazy people because those are the right. ones who are definitely going to vote every time uh because they're just insane but um, anyways Anyway, that's a. I mean, that's a light topic. Let's move on to something even lighter. This is on the. I don't know if that's the title. I thought it was a cool um, meeting invite name, but the Love Month look back. Yeah, that's true. It is. It was Love Month. That it was Love Month. Stupid twenty-eight day month. Yeah, because someone back a hundred thousand whatever years ago was like, just decided the second one in the year. We're like chop the days off that one. Well, well, I thing I learned recently. Maybe it's not recently, but about Julius Caesar and the modern calendar and how July and August were added just because he was vain and self-involved. Because oh September is the ninth month ninth month now, but before those two were added, it was the seventh month. October was the eighth month. You know, Sept, Oct, Nov, oh, November, nine, seven, eight, nine. God. December, de Des, <laughs> de Deca, ten. So there was ten months apparently or something like that. And they named them like with Latin names. And then Julius Caesar's like, ah, fucking Augustus Caesar, August and July, two best months of the year. Sounds good to me. Mm. Mm. No way. What a fucking douchebag. I can't, can't. Is it possible in audio to put that little like emoji with the head exploding? And that penetrates my mind. And then the, the whole big bang explosion. <laughs> 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 Yeah, did I just blow your mind? When I learned that, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is fact, but it makes so much sense that I just want to, you know, build a time machine going back in time and slap somebody. 
I don't even care if it's not wrong. Yeah. I don't even if it's not fact. I mean, I mean, if it's completely wrong, that's how I'm describing it for yeah, the rest man. of eternity. Well, it just seems to make sense. Seems to make sense. But it could be one of those stories where like the story's so well crafted that it makes so much sense, but it's absolutely not true. And you're like, oh, but okay. no, but no. I mean, November nine. Yeah. December Deca ten. Yeah. Oct Octo Oct really? R yeah. That's really? pretty obvious. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> that one's pretty obvious. Oh God, Sept. What's what is the other one? June. Oh, those ones I think no, that doesn't, doesn't they don't uh, they don't relate to the numbers, but yeah. Yeah, my head exploding. I don't know, man. It's it's wild. I I know, Tim. I do know, and that's the facts. Now we're putting that on Wikipedia. I'm going to edit it right now. Hold yeah. On. Well, I don't know, like, because it's strange too, because languages, because you don't know if like, yeah, obviously they spoke Italian or some form of Italian. I don't know how close. The Italian months are to English months, at least the names now. I know French, like they're pretty close. So that would make me make sense. But yeah, anyways, it's kind of wild. Uh, cool. It, it Very, very wild. Very wild. And Tim, besides uh, besides all the world shit that's happening, how was your, how was your month, buddy? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. It was uh, kind of weird. We had like a little bit of snow last week. It was really cold and it rained a lot. Um, so it's been kind of like hard to gauge what the heck is going on but now nah, otherwise things are pretty great um i got to go cover one of those protests in the helicopter subbed in for the uh traffic helicopter news helicopter and we we circled one of these protests um right as some of them were we went live on a, like a live video shot right as some of them were charging a cameraman oh, not charging something, but like they were, they were abusing a cameraman. So the RCMP all went in there to, you know, extract the cameraman from global news. Cause the one here was like all about like screw the media and like whatever. So they were actually like actively what? abusing, whether it was verbally or physically, or whatever these, uh, global screw news. The media. Yeah. It was like a, like the media are lying to us. Blah, blah, blah. And as someone who's worked in the media, I gotta say like, they don't pay people in the media enough to lie for them. Like they honestly do not. <laughs> So, like, it, that logic's just so off. Doesn't fit. Like, Fox News, maybe, yeah, maybe they lie to you because they pay their anchors, like, $500,000 a year. It's like, if someone gave me or that much it, money, yeah. I'd be willing to ruin society. But <laughs> I'd do some sketchy shit. Yeah, Time to do these, some sketchy these shit. These reporters, they're probably getting, like, $40,000 a year. Like, they're not yeah. going to be, like, out there fucking no, lying for some douchebag in Toronto. You know, because it's, like, uh, whatever. But, anyway, yeah... So I got to do that. That was kind of interesting. Um, I've been taking flight lessons. Those have been fun. Those oh, yeah. Fun. You're almost a piloter. Well, uh, no, I was thinking I'm still pretty far away. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, really, that's really interesting, really fun. I thought I would just try it for a private thing at first, like a recreational pursuit and like a private pilot's license would be where it ends. But I might keep going with it because it's kind of – it's very fun and very interesting. And um, But I wouldn't – I don't know if – Someone asked me this the other day. I don't know if I would be like an airline pilot, you know, like Air Canada, I'd like fly for like small companies, like locally, like regional stuff, like around BC or whatever, or wherever I end up. Why not? Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, man. Fuck it. That sounds awesome. How many yeah. times have you been flying now? Uh, oh, I haven't kept track of about 10 flights, maybe just a little bit less. 10 flights. Yeah. Did you have an instructor every time? I have to, yeah, uh, until I get oh, yeah, certified to go solo. So he's teaching me all the different uh, maneuvers and whatever I'd need 
for my flight test and so on. And then once that's done, I need a minimum number of, of dual hours, they call it, which is with the instructor in the plane. And then a minimum number of solo hours where you just, you know, you're just doing your own thing. Practicing now, I know stuff you meant, or, I know you meant uh, dual D-U-A-L there, like a dual, but I'm imagining D-U-E-L where you have to fight. Dual. Go into, go into dog fight yeah. hour. <laughs> Fucking other students like, I'm strafing him right now. Although it sometimes you know, feels like a bit head. of a dog fight when you go to the, there's this one training area called Glen Valley training area. Right. And it feels like you're in a dog fight up there because there's so many student pilots from three different airports flying into this area. <laughs> and they, uh, hey, Sarah. And they're all doing, yeah, she's, she's trying to sneak in and play it cool while she wants to, she wants don't, to. Don't sneak in. Does she want to say something? Does she want to say something, in? Sarah? No. Wait. Oh, wait. Oh. She's coming. Okay, we'll wait. There's no rush. What are my podcaster? We don't have names for them. It's like mom and dad, the listeners that I should say. And apparently your hi, family's mom and here. Dad. She's saying hi to mom and dad because apparently they're our only listeners. <laughs> no, we had uh, on our last episode, we had 22 listeners. Oh, nice. So 22 shout people. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. Sarah I don't know what we did for hi to you, by the way. Oh, hey, Sarah. She says hi uh, to Patrick. I don't know what we did Patrick for... listens. Patrick, uh, her brother. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure what we did for episode 82, Tim's Fat Cat. But we had 173 downloads of that. Oh, people so love maybe, fat cats, man. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. But uh, so yeah, Tim's Fat Cat. Speaking of, he's right and, uh, here. He's right below me. Speaking of. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So yeah, you're, you're doing your dueling in the air in um, Garibaldi or was it? Glen Valley. Glen Valley. Yeah. And so, yeah, you go up there. There's people from Pitt Meadows Airport, Langley Airport, Boundary Bay Airport, all flying in there and trying to do their exercises. Maybe even Abbotsford, too. I don't know. I don't know if Abbotsford has Jesus. a lot of flight schools. but So you're all in there, and you're all, like, fucking zipping around. Like, sometimes I'll be doing something, and the instructor <laughs> says, you'll just say, all of a sudden, I have control. And he's, like, taking control of the plane because he's seen another plane. And he, like, dives the plane out of the way or, like, climbs out of the way and... Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, kind of wacky. Cool. It's fun though. It's cool, fun. man. The great, the best thing I've done all month was I rode a train. Rode tra- I fucking love trains though. God, yeah, trains damn, are fun. I love trains. Dude, they should have more trains here. Uh, just sincere, just build train tracks for no reason. I love trains. Well, I mean, like they could even use existing infrastructure. The problem is we have such a like busy industrial rail network. That like you wouldn't right. be able to fit the passenger trains on there, so it's like okay, that's fair. <laughs> Scheduling would be a nightmare. Yeah, would be a nightmare. Yeah, um, yeah. Going to Paris tomorrow on the train. Sick. That's pretty fun. Bullet train or yeah. just a regular one? It's the Eurostar. So yeah, it's a it's a high speed train. That was fun. It goes through the the channel, which is the big tunnel under the channel. Very cool. Hence the name Channel. Hilarious. And um, yeah, it's about three and a half hours door to door. So we go from London, St. Pancras, St. Pancras, I think that's St. Pancras station, um, to Gare du Nord, which is the north train station for you French, non-French speaking assholes. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, and um, yeah, going to be there till Saturday. It'd be nice. Eat some wine. Uh, eat some wine. Eat some, some wine. Cheese. Drink some cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eat some cheese, drink some wine. Um, 
get told off by a bunch of French people for being Canadian. Oh, you do not speak French. French. Yeah. That's like, yeah. okay, but like yeah, half the country times. doesn't speak. Actually, more than half. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's a large portion of the country doesn't. So, yeah, that, that'll be fun. And then, um, and then yeah, my uh, my parents, I was just going to say. My parents? You, we don't. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I'm adopted. What a way to find out. <laughs> what a crazy. It's been so long. I can't believe they haven't brought 27 it 27 years. <laughs> <laughs> Should have come up sooner. Although we don't look anything alike. Yeah, what a bunch of douchebags. Yeah. Wait, what? So you're probably adopted. Or I was. Or we both were. Um, they're actually coming to visit uh, visit London. Yeah, pretty soon, I imagine. Which will be which will be fun. Yeah. Oh, boy. That'll be, that'll be good. I'll be here. Stay in, um, stay in our place. Yeah, I'll be here not doing anything. But that's fine. I did go to, did oh, go to Mexico. do a podcast. So I already did a vacation. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we already talked about that. Whatever. That's old school news now, bud. You're done with that. Yeah, that's true, actually. Although Sarah did say she'd like to go back. Sweet. Tis a lovely place. The Mexican Tis. people are. And I'm I'm probably going to go to Mexico in July. Oh, absolutely. Sweat cook. your balls off. <laughs> yeah. God. The one thing one of the tour guides said to us, he's like, if you don't like somebody, recommend they come here in the summertime because it's fucking terrible <laughs> he didn't say fucking terrible but he's like he's like i sweat and he's like and i'm mexican <laughs> like it's like it's bad i know and we I were like, looking oh, at boy. places um because i'm going with a couple of colleagues and uh we were looking at places and someone suggested like this place looks amazing look at it i scrolled through it i said no we can't go there why not i was like no air conditioning yeah it's... no chance i'm fucking going to mexico in july our room had no air, air conditioning air. and it was a big big bonus because we went yeah. like we went in January. It's the middle of winter, but it's thirty degrees outside. You're like, oh damn! Like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, and yeah, air conditioning's pretty much essential. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that's what I'm planning for. And then might go to um, not to get all braggadocious on you, but uh, might go to Portugal. Not might go to. We'll go to Portugal in May. Mm which would be cool. And then I'm, I'm considering adding a little bit longer for some, for some, I'm putting air quotes up here, me time. Um, oh yeah. I'm going to go do surf yoga to retreat and just be one with the, <laughs> one with the world. Surf yoga <laughs> retreat? For yeah, real? It sounds fucking amazing. Oh my so this guy, God, I know, just the worst. this super jacked Asian guy that I know, um, comes back he he's like yeah, hey he's you're white Montreal. you'd like this <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't specifically say that but i think i got it I was got implied was like, it was implied i was like can i smell some racism on your breath there? <laughs> well um, actually if it's true is he being racist about white people <laughs> loving surfing and yoga it's true especially yeah, combined together stereotype. <laughs> um yeah so this <laughs> supremely jacked asian guy um derek comes he's like ah oh, yeah man it was great he's like what you do is you go to portugal i was like yes duh and then he's like you go to this place and basically you wake up and you surf for three hours and then when you're done surfing you go have some lunch and then he's like once you've done lunch you have a couple hours to just chill and then you have like an hour and a half of yoga and he's like the yoga chills you out and you're tired from the surfing so much that you're in bed by 6 30 yeah, I was gonna say three hours of surfing a day. No wonder this guy's jacked. Like three yeah, hours. I was like, yeah. Remember when we went and it was like it was an two hour and hours. A half and we're like, oh yeah, an hour and a half. And I was like, ah. and I puked on the beach because I ate a big <laughs> blueberry bagel before we went, which was a huge mistake. Uh, or was it like 
I feel like it was a good experience. It was no, it was no. The big the bagel was a huge mistake, not the surfing. It was the gotcha. bagel that Misread. was the problem. I shouldn't yeah, have eaten enough. a big breakfast before we went on a surfing because it was pretty early in the morning too. So it's like we went straight from yeah, breakfast fair. to the lesson, which again leave a couple hours, folks, between your meal and your surf lesson if you're gonna do it. PSA for everybody listening. Yeah, if you're gonna surf. Put some time between the food and Oh, surf. yeah, for sure. Especially if you're not used to that kind of rigorous... Because you do a lot of paddling. Like, a lot of paddling involved in surfing. Yeah. It's not like... You 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 know you see on the videos, you only see the part where the guy's already standing up on the wave. You don't <laughs> see the part where he's doing this for an hour, getting to the wave, trying to paddle his way out there. Yeah, against like... And the, those pro surfers must paddle against some of the most intense yeah, rides. Exactly. And, uh, and they're just waiting for like the perfect one or like one that's good enough. So they're they're bypassing yeah. these massive waves for an even more massive wave. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an interesting But setup. it makes sense. I've seen surfers without their shirts on and I'm like, you are ripped. Yeah, and they live like, in like warm places where all you eat is fruit all day. So like pretty good for you, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> They're straight up, their diet is just fruit and salt water. Probably, I mean... What else would they eat in those places? Like you got coconuts at your disposal, you got pineapples, you got all this other stuff just sitting there. I assume I don't know. That is a very good point. That is a very good point. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not a smart man. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're not eating like blueberry muffins before they go surfing. That's for sure. <laughs> or bagels. Oh, it's, so it's a, a muffin. Bagel, no, it's not a bagel. It's a bagel. Ah, okay, good. Keep your story straight. There, I'm Mr. sorry, Complainer. folks. I'm lying here. I'm lying to you right now. <laughs> Oh, we had, to, we had a gate put in on the patio here. So, um, oh, yeah. We can have like a ground floor entrance for ourselves, which like isn't that big of an ad- addition because like we're pretty close to the front door anyways. But I was like, yeah, fuck, I don't want to talk to any of my neighbors. So we put us out there and <laughs> the last couple of days, last Sorry. few days, actually, it's been raining quite a lot overnight. And this morning and a few mornings ago, Sarah and I noticed, mostly Sarah actually, footprints from where the gate is to our patio door going to the office. It's basically the entrance to the apartment. Like wet footprints. And her and I have not used the patio gate in the last day or two. So someone last night walked in this morning, or yeah, early this morning. We saw their footprints, probably tried the door, and then left. And then that happened two days ago, which prompted us to put a lock on the gate. Um, so that they couldn't get over. But they obviously, they've just hopped the gate, basically, to get in. So, we're going to get murdered, by the way. Um, time to do some sketchy shit, dude. Well, basically, doo-dah. like, the first time we saw it, like, I took, we had the we had a hit spare key hidden on the patio. It's not out there anymore. Um, so, yep. if we get locked out, we're locked out for sure. Locked the, the put a padlock on the gate. I've I had these patio lights that turned off at 11 p.m. every night on an automatic timer. But now they're on yeah, all yeah. night. I've just like t- said, don't turn off until sun sunrise. <clears throat> Pardon me. No, I I I'm very impressed with how much you held it together well. And I just belched into the mic just then. Nice. <laughs> you didn't even know cover it, story. Did you? Good cover story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I have that sometimes when I'm doing my my voice stuff. Like I'll drink. Sarah Sarah likes to get these bubblies things, and she's converted me now for these like sparkling oh, no. waters, the big bubblies. You've become even more basic and white than I am. That's not true. My surfing yoga trips. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. Apparently, it's a European thing. My mom says Mom says so. My mom <laughs> says so. It is. Yeah, your mom. That's right. right. I've turned it around now. It. 
Apparently, it's a it's well a very done. European thing. Sparkling water. They love sparkling water here. Yeah. So uh, you always get the option when you go out for dinner. They're always like Stiller sparkling. We're like tap because it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this guy who's just talking about his his planned vacations to Mexico, Portugal, and France, and he's like, I want free tap water, please, because otherwise, how do you think I afford? These I things, was going to say paying for it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> the dichotomy there. I was like, he's just talking about his European vacations. <laughs> like he's got three planned plus one to Mexico. <sighs> okay, the one to Mexico is getting paid for by work. What? Ish. It's ish. What is it like a work the retreat? Flight, the flights. The flights are getting paid for by Fuck, work. What? What courses did you take in university again? Like which one specifically? And then how do I apply for this job? Uh, I'll start with three calculus courses. Oh, you have to do that, three man. levels of calculus. One level of linear algebra. Uh, I did a few economics courses. Where do I... Is that enough? Do you I mean, more? I fell asleep before you even started talking, so... There we go. You know, fuck you. Yeah, but, um, no, I'm just kidding. I know what an yeah, aileron that, is. That's right. That's You use that to control a plane. <laughs> I was going to say, that that has something to do with planes. Yeah, that's well right, done. baby. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I do. I do. Uh, I was thinking about you saying that they're like, oh, he doesn't pay for water, but he goes on this. I'm like, that reminds <laughs> me of that billionaire who was like, all the millennials can afford houses if they'd stopped eating so much avocado toast. Yeah. So like, oh, really? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, the, that's what's stopping us that's funny. from buying property. That's funny. There's a townhouse for sale in Ladner right now, where, which is where I live. Um, if anyone wants to track me down and break into my patio and you know unlock my door. Well, now you know there's no spare key on the <laughs> That's on true. The that's outside. reassuring. That's reassuring. Um, but... Uh, there's a townhouse. It's four bedrooms, to be fair, and like three or four bathrooms, but it's one point three million dollars. Wait, say that. How many bedrooms again? Sorry, four. It's a townhouse. Four. So it, you're not. You have like a little tiny front yard, a little tiny backyard, but you're still like when you look out your living room window, right across this little laneway is another house, and then on you share walls with people on two sides, and it's right. one point three million dollars. Like what? I'm sorry. Who do you own the land? Do you own this two point yeah, the two like, meters squared that you you do? But land? it's like fucking yeah. It's not yeah, a house. Two meters it's squared. Like, it's not a house, and it's over. It's one point three million dollars. You don't. Fuck it's me. not your own land. A telegraph pole. Like you share. You pay strata fees on top of your mortgage for one point three million dollars, which is just insane to me. Yeah, but Tim, just think about how much avocado toast you eat. If, yeah, and then, and you know what? I do eat about $700,000 worth of avocado toast a year, so <laughs> that's fucking, that's a problem. <laughs> cut back, and you'll be fine. Gee whiz. Just cut back a little bit. We're yeah. not asking for a lot here. Yeah. It's funny, though, because, like, absolutely every level of government is dragging their feet on it. Like, they're all, like, just so not, don't Tim, give a shit. Tim, why do, you, why do you think that is? Well, because they all own a place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they don't want the value of the house to go down. I mean, it's not even <sighs> like, it's like, fuck, even if your value of your house keeps going up and up and up, your buying power remains the same because all the other properties are going up too. Dad's neighbors exactly. just sold their place for like $1.2 or whatever it was. When they went and bought a condo, the condo was seven dollars $800,000. So, what? Crushed it. You made like a $400,000 <laughs> profit? Like, that's okay, yeah. but like they're almost... They're very old, so yeah, probably wouldn't even be able to use all that money before they go. Yeah, they give it to their kids, but their kids like four hundred thousand dollars. You go to the bank, they're like, "Sorry, that's not good enough down payment for a house nowadays. You need about five hundred thousand." 
We need the full amount. It's just cash. like it just keeps snowballing, Bitcoin. and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's fine." And you're like, "Okay, I guess." <laughs> sure, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Or the world's gonna end in a couple of years. We're all good. Well, we're gonna get the, nuked uh, next week, probably. So <laughs> that's depressing, but it's true. Yeah, I was saying to Sarah, um, I said that you know we've somehow made it all the way through the Cold War. 30 years since, you know, the collapse of the Soviet Union, and now the millennials are going to get fucked by this one. We're all going to get nuked. And I was like, <laughs> how is that possible? I know. What did we do wrong? Uh, apparently, what Nothing. we did wrong was screw over every other generation, according to every other generation. Everyone hates us, apparently. Right. right. Gen it, Z it hates us. Boomers most... hate us. Gen Y, <laughs> we, like, just sits We are the middlemen of generations. We are just, we just take the shit from every direction. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's funny because like millennials these days, it's like the youngest millennials like twenty five years old, <laughs> like and they're that, like, exactly they're talking that about teenagers, the and they're like millennials. I'm like, uh, no, no, the oldest millennial is like thirty eight, like no, uh, for 40, 40 yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, it, yeah, see, really old. Yeah, it's it's it, it's a twelve year span, like millennials. I think it's like nineteen eighty. Three or something, 1982 to 1996 is the... Okay, this article from 2021, September 2021, they're aged between 25 and 40. Okay, so there you go. So there you go. Uh, Exactly. Well, I I joke about it. I mean, I live in one of the biggest cities in the world of the West. Yeah. If nukes were fired, one's coming here. Obviously. There's no, like... At least you got a, a very sprawling underground network. I, I but does that matter when you come up to an absolute wasteland of radiation? I've played Fallout. It doesn't come out That's well. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> you, when you play those games, it's like a hundred years after the nuclear explosion, and there's still radiation everywhere. <laughs> so it's like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, Oops. it's I. Uh, if yeah, if, if if it happens, it happens. There's like, there's literally no reason to do it. There's also too literally no reason to worry about it because if it happens, it fucking happens. Everyone on nuclear science panels and whatnot are like, it's mutually assured destruction. Mutually assured destruction. As soon as somebody fires one, everyone fires everyone else, and then end of the world in twenty to thirty minutes. Congratulations, self destruction. Yeah. So worrying about it and thinking, oh man, I'm really stressed about it, means nothing. Thank you. Literally, that's, that's very reassuring. I appreciate it. I feel so much better well, now. You, you should feel better because there's nothing you can do. There's absolutely nothing so you can do. Go about your day. Okay. Just do what you need to. Poo when you have to. Bleed when you have to. From the same place, if that's what fits your bill mm-hmm. or bum, and and just live live life as you can. That's my inspirational talk for today. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. You're welcome. <laughs> I am depressed by that. Dead that is sad. Yeah, okay, sorry. No, that's okay. That is no, that's sad. okay. No, it, it, it wasn't it was just like a funny thought. I was like, how do we like why now? Like why now? Of all what I saw it was a good post was like, Can we stop with the once in a lifetime events, please? Yeah, man. We've had like nine eleven just being kicked. Yeah. Financial crisis <laughs> in two thousand eight. Donald Trump. <laughs> Okay, maybe that one's not on the same scale. But, uh, uh, maybe not a life, once a lifetime. I think we could go back a little bit. At, um, yeah, it was a financial crisis, Brexit, Donald Trump, pandemic, World War Three. Yeah. And nuclear annihilation. Yeah. Wild. Just wild. All while being having our minds poisoned by a constant stream of information that never leaves your pocket. 
Man, Never. I gotta say, this like the online world is just taking its toll. Like social media and all that other stuff. Not just yeah. on me, I think, but like I think it's just like doing damage that some people don't even know. You know, it's, people don't even realize. It's, don't even realize. It's become so weird. Have you? How many people have you met? Uh, this is an interesting question. How many people have you talked to, like face to face in person, since like through after the pandemic? Like, not after, like since lockdowns and stuff. Not many. Not many. Not many. But have you noticed a difference in people? I've noticed a difference in myself. I I I don't mm. quite know how to talk to people as, as like I did before. Like I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. I just I guess lack of practice. I suppose. Oh, exactly. I felt the same way. As it, it's and it's not it's not common on you. Common meeting people face to face is such a weird interaction mm -hmm. well now. like you're meeting people now and like you know everyone's vaccinated but you're still hesitant to like shake someone's hand exactly go new them. some people just like coming straight for the hug and you're like i'm not sure if i'm oh okay and we're hugging yeah and you're like oh. i mean for some people they need that but it's 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 very strange yeah it's a very strange place to be and, and i've noticed that as well more what i was going to talk to is people aren't sure how to interact with one another yeah quite the same because there's true. no, there's no, um, you can't filter your words like you can a text message or like an instant message. You can mm -hmm. write an instant message down and say, oh, don't want that, delete it. You can write a comment down. You can, oh, I don't want to do that. I want to cut it down. But when you say, like you said earlier, you said something and you're like, I shouldn't have said that. You're like, that's too late. It's out in the world now. Yeah. I mean, this is a podcast. We'll obviously cut that. I mean, I'm going to cut out the bad stuff, obviously. When we go too far, folks, it, it gets cut. Too far, too far. Maybe nuclear winter, that's where we'll draw the line. We're going to keep the butt stuff the, in there. Keep the butt stuff, obviously. And um, this has now become an erotic <laughs> podcast, an erotic I, uh, narration podcast. We <laughs> should just read books. And then well, yeah, like, oh man, I have, I've, I've done, I've seen some auditions for stuff because I've, I've been doing voiceover for a little bit now, where it's like must be comfortable with erotic content, and like you read some of the stuff, you're like, oh my gosh, no, not auditioning for this. <laughs> like it's just like it's too much because you gotta like talk it, talk through it seriously. You gotta like take it seriously, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do it, bro. Just can't. Yeah, exactly. I probably get to, and then he slipped his. <laughs> yep, yeah, you just like little snickers in the background. <laughs> I'm gonna try that again. Okay. And then <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's so. a funny video I saw the other day of Charles Dance who plays uh, Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones. He does, I think it's he narrates a section of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, really? And it's pretty funny because he's like obviously he's like this very English man, very proper man, and he's like reading this like weird trashy like novel from from 2008 or whatever it was. <laughs> about erotic <laughs> fan fiction or something. I don't know. It's it's pretty funny though. Anyways, like what it. were we talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I was trying to like, how am I going to bring us off this branch? But I think it was nuclear winter. For the once back. in a lifetime well, events. Once in a lifetime events. Oh yeah, I was like accidentally bragging about all the trips I have planned this year. That's too far back. We need to come forward a little accidentally. bit. Accidentally. Yeah, I didn't mean to brag. I didn't mean to brag. No, I it came off that no, way. It's easier yeah. to travel to what is that? Gardno station, gardening station. Gardno, Gardunor. Yeah. Oh, Gardunor. Yeah. 
Is it literally North Station? Is that That's what that? Oh Gar Station Du Nord Paris, is get the more north. creative. <laughs> Name it after so, yeah. somebody. Charles Dugo. Yeah, that guy. I uh, learned a lot about him recently. I watched that World War Two in Color thing on uh, Netflix. It's good, right? It's pretty dope. It's pretty. Dope. I really like it. And Jenna's like, "Why are you watching this stuff?" I'm like, "It's dope. It's interesting. I like watching it. It's extremely interesting." Extremely interesting. I like documentaries. Speaking, um, have you swindled your Tinder? My who? <laughs> There's a documentary on uh, Netflix now called The oh, Tinder Swindler. Sarah watched a little Tinder bit Swindler. of it, and it looked like it would make me uncomfortable. The first 30 minutes are extremely uncomfortable, but it takes a takes a left turn. Maybe that's when I came in. I came in like pretty yeah. near the beginning, and I was watching it, and I was like, I feel like I'm going to watch these poor women just like break down and just have like relive the worst moment of their lives and i don't want to do that no yeah, <laughs> like, yeah i was yeah, like yeah. i'm out of here no I would, I would say give it another chance if you do no if sarah's already watched it don't bother but that was interesting jenna just watched inventing anna which is now about another fraudster oh yeah uh, it's the woman I watched from that now. ozark i don't know I, the trailer just didn't really get me i was like it, it's a series like sometimes it things like this would just be better as a movie but everything's Agreed. made into a series now not everything. Some things deserve it, but agreed. Yeah, agreed. I, I, well, I, I pseudo watched it because Jenna put it on just next to me at full volume because oh. she's so considerate. <sighs> and females, um, am I right? Oh wait, no. okay, that's one thing we <laughs> oh. cut out. Can't refer to no. them as females, guys. It's it's disrespectful. What are we? What's the acceptable? What's uh, the women, I guess. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's no better. Got to be honest with you. No better. That's true. Well, I mean, I, I did watch a documentary. Um, I don't know if you guys have Disney Plus. It's well, it's not so much a documentary as it is just like a like film recordings of the the Beatles for Get Back. Oh, it's, yeah. It's is like that on six Disney and a half Plus? hours long? But it's really good. Okay. It's really good. That's Peter Jackson's um, pet project. Yeah, it? basically, he just like directed and edited it. That's the whole deal with it. It's Very there's cool. no narration. There's no like. There is an Is it just them like story. recording and That's rehearsing? It. So the and, concept was oh. they they'd come come up with this idea in 1969. They were like, we want to do a live album, but maybe we should also do a documentary and we would film every moment of it from like conception to release of the album and finish with like a live show and then record the album at the live show. And basically it you know starts with them coming in to this space they've rented. They're, all their equipment's in there, and they're like literally just going to write these songs in two weeks and then perform them, and they would be the album. Right. Now, like there, a lot of stuff happens with delays and whatever, so they don't actually like stick to the timeline. But that's what's interesting about it is like you see these things get pushed back. You see that like the dynamic between the Beatles because it's just candid camera the whole time. So they've got cameras on them all day. There's microphones everywhere, so they record everything that that they say. Like there's even a moment where John and Paul go and have a private conversation in the cafeteria, but they put a microphone in the cafeteria. So they recorded the whole thing and they play it in the in the documentary and you're like, Wow, this is really interesting. <laughs> like yeah, it's nothing yeah. it's nothing bad. It's just like they're talking about the band and like how how they think things are going and blah blah blah. But uh yeah, it's really interesting. You learn a lot about the Beatles themselves, like uh I gained a lot of respect for Ringo. Didn't know oh, much yeah, about Ringo until this documentary. Ringo, and you realize he's Ringo, actually baby. like he's kind of like the backbone of the band because he's the only one who doesn't really get into it with anybody. He's just there. 
He's like, when someone starts playing, he starts playing. He backs them up. He's like, he starts doing his drum thing. When uh, someone, you know, when, yeah, that's basically it. He's just, he's just a good guy. And like, even Linda Eastman or Linda guy. McCartney at one point says, she's like, I just love Ringo. Like, there's something about him. Like, I just love him. I love being around him. He's so relaxing. I was like, yeah, I'm getting this. I'm getting the same feeling, Linda McCartney. Like, I get it. I'm feeling that vibe. So you like you you learn all about these guys and like you see them during this point where everyone said they were fighting and they're not really fighting. It's just kind of. I mean, they're in a band. They spend yeah. shitloads of time. They're coworkers like, essentially. Like, yeah, exactly. But also lifelong friends. But coworkers who have to create things together. Yeah. Constantly and has to be new. It can't be something that's already done. Like exactly. It's, it's intense moments. Yeah, it's really it's really good. It's very good. I would, and and then you, go, you get to watch them like come up with some of these songs that you've heard a thousand times before. For the very first time, right. you watch them literally, like you watch Paul McCartney come up with "Get Back" in the moment. You watch him like playing the piano for the long and winding road before he even knows the ro- the words, or like "Let It Be." You you see him come in the morning after he came out came up with the idea because he came up with the idea in Dream, I guess. And uh, yeah, you watch him like uh, explain Dream or drugs, whichever way you want to think. No, about he it. actually like he dreamt about his mom coming to him in his dream because his mom had died okay. like ten years prior, and she said something like let it be to him or in the dream and then he just like he wrote this song because of that dream he had so it's very interesting because you like you see him just talking to each other and then yeah at the end they do mm-hmm. uh and this is history so it's not a spoiler but at the end they do their live performance on um for the album it's very it's very good and is it the is the live performance like recorded professionally or is that still it is like style? some of the like recordings oh, okay. from the rooftop live performance are the ones that made it to the album cool like it's 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 stellar quality it's really good and they've restored everything in like 4k um so it looks like it could have been filmed last week although you can tell it's from the 60s but <laughs> could have been filmed last week or well it's just like the, the clothes years that people ago. wearing like the hairstyles and and everything like that yeah you know? yeah yeah but the quality is really great it's like fair it's enough not like you you think about archival footage you think grainy old gray crap but it's yeah like, yeah it's like nice colors and everything it's pretty good well, that's what I like about that World War II in color is that they take the old footage, throw some computer-generated color at it, um, or AI-generated or however machine-learned. It's very cool to see. Uh, that is still grainy. That's not making it to 4K yeah. anytime soon. But um, that's one of the main... Because there's, there's World War II in color, Decisive Battles is one of them, and then there's like the World War II Road in to color. Victory. Yeah, the Road to, there's, yeah, exactly. Um, very interesting. The ones that for me that stood out the most in that series didn't know much about the Pacific battles, like the ones where did you see the one where the U.S. like um faked an attack and then Japan was caught with their pants down, basically? Yeah. Well, they'd done that before yeah. with D-Day. Like they built like a f- inflatable army on like, right. cliffs of Dover or something like that. And they're, apparently they're very good at creating, you know, fake diversions and stuff. Big diversions. Yeah, very, very interesting. And and, and seeing all of that, especially with historians, like, narrating it, too. Yeah. These people who have spent their whole lives just, oh, I really like the Battle of the Boyne or whatever. And they're like, this is all I'm all I'm going to read about yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah, the, the experts they get in are very, very helpful because yeah, they always come up with the title cards, like, professor, professor of history at university of such and such like damn they're getting like the real people in here to do this this is cool yeah yeah these are the people that matters so yeah that that i really really liked and then uh oh i finished narcos mexico now so that was also very good um very depressing 
not the most recent season, just talking about like the state of Mexico as it is today as well in terms of the narcotics, drug cartels and all that. That yeah. was... <laughs> um, man, I'm plugging a lot of Netflix stuff. What else have I watched? Um, not much. Not much. There's a new season of Big Mouth. Have you watched Big Mouth? No. Can highly recommend. If you... Don't watch it with any parents. Like, watch it with you and Sarah. It's pretty you'll crass. Have some, you'll have some good giggles. It's... Uh, it uh, it's describes going through puberty, and it's everything like you'd imagine... Nick Kroll to bring up about oh puberty. Nick Kroll he's funny uh, I like him he's oh he's one of the and John Mulaney him and John Mulaney are the main two kids and there's a, fu- a bunch of other voices like um, the crazy guy from uh, Brooklyn Line Nine but he was also in the League do you mm. remember Jason oh, what is his name yeah you you know who I'm talking about he's the comedian he's got the wacky hair yeah he's a, he's a crazy he's a crazy guy yeah he's a crazy guy and he's just he's, I'm always yeah. crazy all, in all yeah, the movies I'm in. or he's like yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. really intense dude yeah yeah but you like you can't about. take he's the guy a, seriously so he's never played a serious role in his life <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no Big Mouth we've watched a couple episodes of the most recent season uh, it was very good but yeah that's I think that's uh, that's good for a catch up we almost did uh, almost bang on a banged out an hour of of content here we'd be absolutely crushing it in the game um might as well get some youtube subscribers oh my gosh yeah youtube fucking youtube man that like what a cesspool that is now (laughs) yes okay i'd rather maybe not not go on this tangent but uh no let's do it i got time no i mean mean, it's like it's turned into just like an absolute it's just i mean yeah businesses are made are there to make money but it's not just YouTube that's doing it. It's every single person posting to YouTube is trying to make it a career. Right. And, you know, in some cases, it you know, they, they are like, um, for example, Marquez Brownlee. I like watching his videos, his technology videos, because he puts so much effort into everything and makes it like an actual quality product that he creates. And he interviews like the CEO of Apple and shit like that mm-hmm. versus like people just like playing games. Jake Paul, Fucking, I'm a fight that guy. Or those guys, like, uh, like I don't know, what, like, what are you doing? And it's not so much those guys; it's rather the people trying to replicate those people's success. And there's, yeah. you know, I'm not having to, having to go with them. Like, it's it's cool that you have something you want to do. It's just like with people like Jake Paul or whoever or Marquez. Like, yeah, Marquez has been doing videos forever since he was a kid. So obviously, like, over time, right. he got better and better and built up a following and so on. But it's like trying to cap t- catch lightning in a bottle. It's like if you and I it tried is. to get into Bitcoin now, like you can't do it again. It's not possible. Like you can if you have thousands and thousands of dollars. But yeah, if you bought it back in 2012 or whenever it came out, that's lightning yeah, exactly. in a bottle. You didn't know it was going to work, but then it worked incredibly well. So good for those people. But yep. there's no way we can, yeah, catch lightning in a bottle again. It's like it's like how they keep trying to make Star Wars movies, and they're never ever going to be as good as the first one because you just can't catch that lightning in the bottle again. Nope. But yeah. Nope. I digress. I I'm just like I've thought about this so much where people are just trying to like they're trying to get something that I don't think without an insane amount of luck you can you can get. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I, I was talking about somebody with this at work. I said, "Oh, I'm going to record my podcast with my brother, uh, Adam Kilbride. Shout out if you ever listen to this." Adam, Adam last name Kilbride. What a fucking badass. Also, last name. don't get married. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or do I mean just make sure she takes and then that change name. your name to kill wife? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
It's the only logical <laughs> step. Kill, kill mother-in-law. Yeah, kill uh, mother-in-law. Oh, wait, what? Um, we were saying like uh, starting a podcast now. How do you get a podcast to be popular if you're not already a brand? And by yeah. brand, I mean somebody who's has somewhat of already a got some other following. Exactly. Yeah. If you started. You and I are not we, under no illusions. Yeah. This like, isn't going big. Like, there's a reason. Like, well, podcasts like ours exist. They're just hosted by like comedians who already have hundreds of loyal fans or thousands of loyal fans, right? So exactly. they, they they can build up a little bit faster, it gets shared faster. But you and I are just two guys. Like, yeah, we talk about random crap. That's what comedians do. They just talk about a following crap. already. So you know, it's easier. Like if if your podcast was really specific, I t- I could see it doing well. Like if you're like a medical doctor and you're going on like talking like home remedies or something stupid like that, or or right. like uh, yeah, you have some other like form of. Of um, you have to have a niche though. Niche, yeah, that's, that's the word I was looking to, yeah. for. Exactly, you have to have, and we said that like the smallest corner to be cut out that no one else has, not no one else has done, but you have to do it the best. You have to be good at it. Yeah. Um, but exactly, this conversational, like when we started, when we started this back in 2016, mm. like this, we we were on the not the tip of podcasts becoming huge, but we were pretty close. And then we were like we, we were starting at the need. beginning of like the second wave of right podcasts yeah i think we had no illusions of getting getting big but we had the opportunity i mean we spoke to the owners of four wins we spoke to yeah um we had the guy from oh why am i blanking on his name now from improv uh andrew Mm -hmm. can't remember his name anyways how memorable was that well Um, it was years ago too and the thing is is like i think most people are game if you ask them but uh Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone likes to sound their own voice. I certainly do. And that's why I do a podcast. I think it's also just kind of an, an interesting thing for people still. Like, you know, sitting down yeah. with some microphones. Like, you can do the, all of this at home. Whereas for a long time, it was like you had to go to a studio to do this kind of stuff. But now right. the equipment is so easy to set up at home. It's it's almost no. Yeah, and I think that's the same with YouTube, too. It's like everyone can buy a camera. Everyone can buy a ring light. Everyone can yeah. talk about something they know very little about and all of a sudden try it and... That that that's also like the de- the degradation of experts in society as well as becoming like everyone has an opinion. Like earlier when I was talking about the convoy, I made it very specific that that is my opinion. I don't know. I'm not a politician. I'm mm-hmm. not a um. What's the word like protest expert or anything like that? In my opinion, they went too far. Yeah. But everyone takes your opinion as like fact and the thing we should base everything off of now, just because this your voice true. sounds good. This is true. Yeah, and I mean it was like. I found, I mean, this YouTube thing that I mentioned, pardon me, it was part of like, yeah, people trying to catch lightning in a bottle. Like, it's the same on social media. People are trying to replicate, like, replicate influencer success or like do what their influencers do. And like, their influencers are part of the problem where they're saying, just do what I did. Like, I don't know. And it's like, yeah, but like, there's factors there that, you know, not everyone can, can match. For example, like yeah, and they're not factors they make like public, and it's it is luck. There's yeah, like, there's, there's a huge, huge or there's like a luck. big backing behind them. Like for example, because I've started doing this these flying lessons, obviously the algorithms know that I'm doing this somehow, and they keep pushing me right. like aviation related stuff. So people like influencers who are aviation influencers, people who you know own their own planes and like they do videos of them flying around and stuff, and um. Yeah, 
I don't know. Like they're like, just do what I did. Just buy a plane, and then you can just fly around whenever you want. You don't yeah. have to rent a plane. I'm like, yeah, just just buy a plane. Just buy it's a plane. That simple, isn't it? <laughs> but they don't like think of the factors. Like, how do you get? Do you get a loan? Do you like some of these people are part of like aviation legacies? I, I would call them, I guess, where their parents were yeah. pilots, for example, or their family owns a plane, or yeah. whatever. And you know, that's like, and they're just like, it's easy. Like, it's just so easy. Just do what I did. Yeah. And you're like, you know what the difference between you and me is? Is I get up before five a.m. and I have six protein shakes and I lift a bunch <laughs> of weights, and then you're like, yeah, and you also had six hundred thousand of startup money. You yeah. fuck. And I think it's like, in some cases, yeah, working really hard does earn you that success but again you've got to have that luck factor no one talks about the luck factor in any aspect of life no one talks about it and it's definitely there it's all that's always there all the time amen um yeah anyways now that we've now that we've ranted again for like the third or fourth time i think i think we can uh we can let people we can let that one marinate you know (laughs) (laughs) well let us know uh your thoughts in the comments if this is your first time listening welcome i guess mm. why did you join why the fuck out of all the other comedians who have chat shows like this why did you choose ours i'm not saying we're comedians i'm just saying you know you should cut the blonde one but yeah. the places you can find us you can find us on the gram you can find us on the twitters we don't post a lot but you can find us there uh you find us on a website wonderboyscast.podbean.com just google the wonder boys podcast because yeah, it's much easier, easier. Yeah, we definitely I forget, like SEO I start typing that. it in, and I'm like, I forget what the address is, and I just go to Google. <laughs> just Google. <laughs> Google I should day. just bookmark it, but uh, like, I was like, oh, wait a minute, I can't remember the actual address. Oh, where is this? Uh, I'm doing it right now to see what, what, what level we come up at, actually. Wonder Boys, and do Wonder in separate, Wonder Boys separate words podcast. There's another podcast that started called the Wonder Boys, but they're a bunch of noobs. Bunch of nuts. Yeah, they are a bunch of noobs. Uh, comedy, Lucas and Tim are self-proclaimed Wonder Boys. We come up number one for the Wonder Boys podcast on Apple Podcasts. So yeah, you can find us on all your podcast apps, Podbeans, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Spotify's, wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm. And if you liked it, great. Tell your friends. But don't tell them where to find it. Make it fun. Make it interesting. Yeah, make it a little journey. A little spiced up. You only listen to like maybe five podcasts, so I'm glad we're at the top five for you that's true i have like three or four but like even for the three or four that i listen to i skip a lot of episodes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah if i'm gonna plug one one i've been it, it just fits the theme of this depressing episode uh, i haven't felt that depressed actually two glasses of wine and i'm i'm, I'm actually yeah, very this guy's happy. floating on a cloud over here ah, i love it i'm gonna need some pasta but um it could happen here podcast check it out it's a great podcast serial style podcast where um talks about one common theme across all episodes but everything is every episode is slightly different just it's like a audio essay it could happen here find it on podcast love that podcast uh it's depressing don't get me wrong but cool i do love sadness <laughs> me too man yeah it feels, feels good feels good feels good play us out with a sad song yeah sad song or Around me, <laughs> yeah. That is such a fucking sad song. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. We, we gotta use it. <laughs> you have to use it. Oh, yeah. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces, bright and early for the daily races, going. Going
Tears are filling up their glasses No expression, no expression Hide my head, I wanna drown my sorrow No tomorrow, no tomorrow And I find it kinda funny, I find it kinda sad Dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had I find it hard to tell you, I find it hard to take When people run in circles, it's a very, very mad